Welcome to the video book summary of Tribes. We Need You to Lead Us by Seth Godin. This book was published in 2008 and weighing in at 144 pages. Seth Godin argues that now, for the first time, everyone has the opportunity to start a movement, to bring together a tribe of like-minded people and do amazing things. There are tribes everywhere, all of them hungry for connection, meaning and change. And yet too many people ignore the opportunity to lead because they are sheepwalking their way through their lives and work, too afraid to question whether their compliance is doing them or their company any good. This book is for those who don't want to be sheep and instead have a desire to do fresh and exciting work. If you have a passion for what you want to do and the drive to make it happen, there is a tribe of fellow employees or customers or investors or readers just waiting for you to connect with them, each other, and lead them where they want to go. If you like what you hear in the book summary, I strongly suggest you buy the book using the link in the description. So without further ado, I bring you the book summary of Tribes. The best syndrome for leadership is management. That used to fit, but perhaps no longer. Movements have leaders and movements make things happen. Leaders have followers. Managers have employees. Managers make widgets. Leaders make change. It takes only two things to turn a group of people into a tribe. A shared interest. A way to communicate. The communication can be one of four kinds. Leader to tribe. Tribe to leader. Tribe member to tribe member. Tribe member to outsider. So a leader can help increase the effectiveness of the tribe and its members by transforming the shared interest into a passionate goal and the desire for change, providing tools to allow members to tighten their communications, and leveraging the tribe to allow it to grow and in new members. The anatomy of a movement, a narrative that tells a story about who we are and the future we're trying to build, a connection between the among the leaders and the tribe, Something to do. The fewer limits, the better. Too often, organizations fail to do anything but the third. The Peter Principle Revisited Dr. Lawrence Peter is famous for proposing that in a hierarchy, every employee tends to rise to his level of incompetence. In other words, when you do a great job, you get promoted. And that process repeats itself until finally you end up in a job you can't handle. What actually happens is that in every organization, everyone rises to the level at which they become paralyzed with fear. The essence of leadership is being aware of your fear and seeing it in the people you wish to lead. No, it won't go away, but awareness is the key to making progress. Tighter. The first thing a leader can focus on is the act of tightening the tribe. It's tempting to make the tribe bigger, to get more members, to spread the word. This pales, however, with the juxtaposed with the effects of a tighter tribe. A tribe that communicates more quickly with alluracy and emotion is a tribe that thrives. A tighter tribe is one that is more likely to hear its leaders and the more likely still to coordinate action and ideas across the members of the tribe. Discomfort. Leadership is scarce because few people are willing to go through the discomfort required to lead. This scarcity makes leadership valuable. If everyone tries to lead all the time, not much happens. It's discomfort that creates the leverage that makes the leadership worthwhile. In other words, if everyone could do it, they would, and it wouldn't be worth much. It's uncomfortable to stand up in front of strangers. It's uncomfortable to propose an idea that might fail. 
It's uncomfortable to challenge the status quo. It's uncomfortable to resist the urge to settle. When you identify the discomfort, you found the place where a leader is needed. Great leaders don't try to please everyone. Great leaders don't water down their message in order to make the tribe a bit bigger. Instead, they realize that a motivated, connected tribe in the midst of a movement is far more powerful than a larger group could ever be. Change isn't made by asking permission. Change is made by asking for forgiveness later. The easiest thing. The easiest thing is to react. The second easiest thing is to respond. But the hardest thing is to initiate. Managers react. Responding is a much better alternative. You respond to external stimuli with thoughtful action. But both pale in comparison to initiative. Initiating is really and truly difficult, but that's what leaders do. They see something others are ignoring and they jump on it. They cause the events that others have to react to. They make change. Things to do to create a micro-movement. Number one, publish a manifesto. Give it away and make it easy for the manifesto to spread far and wide. It's a mantra, a motto, a way of looking at the world. It unifies your tribe members and gives them structure. Number two, make it easy for your followers to connect with you. It could be as simple as visiting you or emailing you or watching you on television or on YouTube or Facebook. Number three, make it easy for your followers to connect with one another. Develop camaraderie between volunteers and insiders involved in the new product launch or event. Great leaders figure out how to make these interactions happen. And number four, realize that money is not the point of a movement. Money exists merely to enable it. The moment you try to cash out is the moment you stunt the growth of your movement. Track your progress. Do it publicly and create pathways for your followers to contribute to that progress. Principles of a micro-movement. Number one. Transparency really is your only option. The people who follow you aren't stupid. People can smell substitute from a mile away. And number two, your movement needs to be bigger than you. An author and his book doesn't constitute a movement. Changing the way people apply to college does. And three, movements that grow and thrive. Every day they get better and more powerful. Don't mortgage today just because you're in a hurry. And number four, movements are made most clear when compared to the status quo or to movements that work to push the other direction. Movements do less well when compared to other movements with similar goals. Instead of beating them, join them. And five, exclude outsiders. Exclusion is an extremely powerful force for loyalty and attention. Who isn't part of your movement matters also as much as who is. And last, six. Tearing others down is never as helpful to a movement as building your followers up. Every tribe has a media channel. Tribes are the most effective media channels ever, but they are not for sale or for rent. Tribes don't do what you want, they do what they want, which is why joining and leading the tribe is such a powerful marketing investment. People don't like to switch tribes. To switch sides is to admit that we made a mistake. Ronald Reagan's secret. People want to be sure you heard what they said. They're less focused on whether or not you do what they said. How to sell a book or any new idea. 
Find one person who trusts you and sell him a copy. Does he love it? Is he excited about it? Excited enough to tell 10 friends because it helps them, not because it helps you. Tribes grow when people recruit other people. That's how ideas spread as well. The tribe doesn't do it for you, of course. They do it for each other. Leadership is the art of giving people a platform for spreading ideas that work. If the book doesn't spread, you need a new book or a better platform. Sterning went to Vietnam to try help starving children rather than importing tactics that he knew would work or outside techniques that would be sure to make a difference. He sought out a few families who weren't starving, the few mums who weren't just getting by but thriving. And then he made it easy for those mothers to share their insights with the rest of the group. Belief. People don't believe what you tell them. They rarely believe what you show them. They often believe what friends tell them. They always believe what they tell themselves. What leaders do, they give people stories they can tell themselves. Stories about the future and about change. And that's a wrap on Book 99, Tribes by Seth Godin. Subscribe to our channel for future video book summaries and follow us on Instagram, hashtag bestbookbits. This summary is from the website samuelthomasdavis.com. Watch previous video book summaries on our channel. And if you like the video and want to buy the book, click the link in the video description to purchase from Amazon. Thanks for watching and I hope you learned a thing or two. Have a great day.